moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. juxtaposition of leaves that still have the light and those that don't but it's not that you know like the harsh shade is during the midday there's a softness to it and I think this provides a relaxed a feeling within me and, and in you maybe too if you sit somewhere I think it's so fascinating how everyone enjoys a setting sun If you're lucky and you live at the ocean, it's mesmerizing. Everyone starts talking quieter and doesn't, doesn't want to miss when the sun goes down, disappears behind the horizon. Maybe you live in a mountain place. Yeah, once it goes behind the mountain. Here I'm on a tiny hill in Germany. <laughs> so... In the distance there is a line of trees where it sets behind. So welcome everyone. I hope you have the most beautiful sunset wherever you are today on this planet. I'm Mylene, your host of the Moving to Oneness podcast. And as you guessed, I'm so in tune or I'm being fed by light. The sun feeds me in the brightness in the morning when the sun rises, right? I get up. Not that I get up and stay awake. Nope. <laughs> My cat and I get up. Welcome in a way the sun. Say good morning to the new day. And off we go back to bed. I would say very often. <laughs> get rest. I, I do love to create in the ninth when it's so quiet outside and you can feel it even though there's still children outside but it's getting quieter uh, the chirping the last birds of the day are singing few are chirping because they say the night birds I don't know all the names in English of those birds something to look up and in a way there's also this gratitude of just being part of it And in the evening, right, you sense it all over, all over within this quietness that is coming. It's also, you know, when the sun sets, you see energy fields. You maybe squint your eyes over a tree line, you can see their energy, or over the mountain, over a house, over a person. It's a beautiful time to practice. Seeing it, set the intention to see it and 
open up, open up your beingness, open up your field of vision, your perception, and see what's there. You know, it's so funny that the children are playing because on the way home, I was thinking, what's the topic? Sometimes I don't even think about a topic. I sit down and afterwards I review the transcript that I write or after the editing, there's a sentence that comes up. But today came the impulse to invite you to open up. There was now the last few months, beginning of this year already, the time where we go and find ourselves or we found ourselves. We have become more knowledgeable about ourselves. So, But now there is the time to ask the youth, the children, what they're up to, what they need, or to be present, to listen to what they have say, to say, that they're comfortable in opening up to you or to others. Ask them questions that they would like to be asked. Show interest of what they're doing. Ask them questions. You know, there's a range. The children that are outside still playing and having an exciting time right there started school. So they want to share the excitement of the day. So sometimes we come home stressed, the parents, right, of all the things we've done. So do take a moment and let them just jolt out. It's hard to, to say to a child, oh, please wait five minutes. I have to relax, put my shoes off. Their timing is now. <laughs> they want to spurt it out. So take a deep breath when you come home, when you step into the garden, when you pick them up at school and open up wide your heart, your body to feel them. And maybe there's no excitement. They have to share something that they've learned or noticed and observed that makes them feel deep inside some sorrow, some sadness, or makes them contemplate. Sit down, be present. Maybe they just want you in the room. Observe how they're coming home. Why am I talking? It Because it is now important in a way to catapult them forward. Because they're the leaders, they're the way showers now at the moment. They're creating energies in whatever they're doing that will feed us to be even more who we are. And for a long time, we were those people, right? I'm now in my 50s. We're more the in-between us the whole time. But, uh, but now there is something. It is important we put up a smile on the children and especially also the youth. It's easy to put on, <laughs> you know, the more little ones, I call them. Mine is now, my son is now, wow, head taller than me or maybe a head and a half. <laughs> Tall, 190, but still a child, right? A teenager. It's, normally they would have been married in some culture. They would have been going hunting. They would have learned physically what is within them, the strengths, the manlihood, right? These 
changes they're exploring moving out of a child into a teenager their hormones they're getting to use to, right? Their beard is growing, their hair is growing on many other places, on their legs. They're being viewed differently. They're already so tall as an adult, but they're not treated really in our culture, Western culture, as an adult. In others, they are. Ask what they're doing, what they're thinking. Ask them to show you what they're doing. And always ask a question, maybe why? What is so interesting about what you're doing? Even if it is a computer game, the gaming industry, why are they so interested in the games? And I had a beautiful conversation with a young woman yesterday, right? Because they can try on different roles, or different personalities. I thought, wow. That is the beautiful of seeing it. If you're more an extrovert, you maybe tried it. You go to improv theater, you learn acting, or you have your own way. You tell jokes, right? You always show that you're trying a new role on. But what is with the people that more contemplate, more quiet, more observant, right? The more visual people. And they can try out things without worrying of judgment. So why is this coming to so less judgment toward our youth, less judgment toward our children is now, I believe, very, very, very important and timely. So whatever brought you to understand better who you are, use and share that with the younger generations. Often you know, even in my spiritual background, you go to workshops, you go to rituals. In our Western culture, again, I don't think they have the children included enough in Germany or in the US, in the US a little bit more. People get often already a little edgy if they hear, hear a child is there because what the child doesn't stay quiet the whole time. But does it need to be quiet? Right in other cultures, the children bring the energy the whole time. And I remember a long time, wow, 20 years ago, I did a ritual with the fairies. And they said it's so important to have the children there. They, they in a way, break the ice, they uplift, they enlighten, they run, they laugh, they're fast, they're in the moment. So it is for us to take that in word into us as a sponge. Yeah, so look what they can give to you. We're so trained to give as an adult to children because our cultures, I would say many cultures, <laughs> luckily the others from which we're learning, right? Where we thought children are nothing, that we have to teach them everything. But it's not true if you know a child and observe it. They have the best answers. They are good problem solvers. Are you teaching a child to be a problem solver? Do you give them space to try out things, to explore, to be by themselves, to make their own 
observations. I don't even want to use so much the word mistake because there's no mistake. The outcome is maybe different than you expected or you were wishing for. Maybe in the long run it was the perfect one. Yeah, so even there it's so dynamic. So this uh, dynamic interaction I sense is so important now. And there, you know, there's also now the need, a craving for them to be heard, to express what they think we may not understand or we may not be interested in. This is it, right? We have to show, I believe, more that we're interested in them what they have to bring to the world, where do they want to go, asking questions and let yourself be surprised how they see the world, what they do and desire to do for themselves, right? Often we push them into a certain school system or schooling system so they don't make the mistakes we did. But again, we didn't do those mistakes. I'm just using the word mistakes as... It's represented often. Yeah, you looked at your own path the last few months. How often did you switch? Were you happy? Were you courageously exploring the world? Were you adventurous? Did you notice you couldn't do what you desired? And you're changing it now, right? So what can... I, what can you, what can we provide as an individual, as a couple, you know, parent, schooling system, a society, list goes on. The experts in a field to build up this interaction, that exchange. I feel sometimes it's so segregated. Yeah, the children, the teenagers, 20s. And I wish one day where it is more a flow of an interest. Many of us don't have the the grandparents or the great-grandparents close to the children because they're a little bit more patient, right? So that at least there they have an interaction. But also learn from each other that there may be four or five generations in between And there's a different way of thinking because they had different experiences. And again, let them have a conversation so they can learn from each other. Yeah. So really there's not so much more to say to this topic than to open up yourself. Share with the younger generation, with the youth, with the children, what you are about. And in any moment, it could be in the bus, it can be in your home, it can be to your child, another child, a woman you're working with, a man you're working with. The list is long. And invite them, because I even there I think there's such a defenseness, defensiveness when they're asked about something. If it's about the name, it's about where they come from, it's about what makes them tick. We become so defensive to share with us. But have we trained other children to be defensive because we never listened 
we had judgment, we had to tell him what to do, right? All of this. And it also frees up you. It frees up me. Those smiles you see then when they have learned, oh, there's really someone listening. There's someone really genuine interested in what I do. That is uplifting. That's encouraging. That creates also community. And it, in a way, dissolves all the times they're sad or go in, into dragging themselves so they don't feel out of place, not fit into a society. Try out new things that they do. And as you try, <laughs> and they may laugh at you, but I think that is exactly the funny thing. So if they <laughs> do laugh at me, they maybe try something that I do. And then we laugh together. But it's not an at laughing, but it's just laughing about, oh, you do it so different or why do you do it so awkwardly but it's it's a way how we can learn more about each other how we function how we move how we feel how we think how we are so this is it how are you how are you to yourself how are you to the generations around you same can go up, but I thought just the youth now needs this extra ear, this extra time to be listened to. Things are speeding up so fast and we don't have enough opportunities created in that change and, and we're swimming in it ourselves at the moment, right? But what can we create now that they feel integrated, united? Right, we're all going now for unity. So many, so many of us are talking about this topic. Want to feel connected, have a community, and see what does your child. Again, uh, doesn't matter what age, your young neighbor, the person you sit next to on the bus. What do they love to do, and what can you provide? So they can do better what they love to do. And again, these questions reflect then on to you. Are you doing what you love? Do you have support or asking others to support you so you can do even better what you love to do? There's a whole switch shift happening, going on right now. And I can sense it. Be there for you. Be there for yourself. Be there for others. Open up to the unfathomed comes. Open up to what the night where we don't see anything suddenly brings. And maybe that new day. I mean, it will bring something new anyway. <laughs> Not maybe. <laughs> but send out the curiosity of love, the curiosity of light, the curiosity of harmony, the curiosity of unity, the curiosity of fun, the curiosity of freedom. 
of who the others are and opening up ask them invite them to come into your life so you can learn more about yourself and others and bring in zing everyone thank you for listening to my thoughts of the evening that arose during sunset I will Do this more. Ask the youth because I'm always so fascinated what they bring to the world, what they bring to me, what they bring to us. Try it out. Do it yourself and share that with me in the Facebook group and with others. And until then, I wish you a wonderful evening, day, wherever you are. Observe the sunsets. I'm Eileen, your host. Moving to one of the spirits. Bye bye.